Hey guys, welcome in. This is Brad with College Sportscast, and we are here with you week 12. We've got our hot topics of pick six, no fly zone show. We're probably going to throw in a little basketball talk at the end of it as well. Um, being brought to you by Bluegrass Brads. Um, it is a uh, burgers, shakes, and fries snow cone shop in Scottsville, Kentucky, and uh, you can stop by for some good eats or some cool, tasty treats. And I also have John Hammonds, Mason Cross, and I'll call him Drink Local Beeham tonight. He is, he is our local um, Birmingham guy that... Uh, uh, does some local breweries and stuff, and uh, that's where he gets the drink local Beham name. John Roberts is his name, but we'll call him by his Twitter handle tonight. If what would help, he said that there's going to be a lot of background noise. If you put it on mute, you wouldn't get it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, until I until I talk, and then right. you're going to have all this other yeah he's got some stuff going on it is thanksgiving week i think john hammonds also had a thanksgiving dinner tonight and stuff oh that's tomorrow <clears throat> is it tomorrow yeah it's tomorrow okay i'm sorry but there is there's some thanksgiving week stuff going on and stuff get with so. it brad get with the get with the program <laughs> <laughs> all right guys so we've got some hot topics that i want to start out with um, the first thing I want to say I'm going to start out with is Virginia and Virginia Tech has canceled their game this week. Um, this is the second game that Virginia has canceled. They canceled last week's game with Coastal Carolina. Um, instead of having their game, they had a memorial service inside of their stadium for the three football players that lost their lives in the um, – shooting, uh, team shooting that, that happened. And uh, I just want to uh, kind of throw this around to everybody. We at College Sportscast, uh, we, uh, you know, we, we have a, a soft spot in our hearts for, you know, for everybody at Virginia and what's going on and the families that lost their lives. Um, it's, a, it's a sad deal. And uh, I'll yes. throw it. I'll throw it to Hammonds, and uh, I just wanted to bring this up as a topic for this week. Uh, both teams have agreed to cancel this game. Virginia is going to uh, cancel the last two games. They uh, they're going to go wind up being three and seven on the year. Virginia Tech's going to wind up being three and eight. So, <clears throat> all right, Hammonds, it's on you. Hey, I uh, I think this was the right choice. Um, considering the circumstances, because, you know, they need time to heal. They need time to, to get back to, to feeling that they, you know, what they need to be. And it, it'll never be the same, but at the same time, just take time to heal, take time to, to figure things out and let a lot of these kids go home and be with their families. You know, and, and somebody said, well, their season's going to end. Well, at the end of the day, that that's a ball game in the grand scheme of things don't really matter at this point. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, 
you know, it's a. There was two other. Three, there was two other people shot and injured in this as well. There was three. Uh, Mike Collins. Um, Mike Collins was one of them, and I think the other one was, if I'm not mistaken, Marley Morgan. Yeah, it was a girl. I, it was I a girl. Yeah. yeah. Um, Mike Collins just just got out of the hospital, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they was. Um, and he is. He is struggling right now. He's having a hard time dealing with this. Um, so at the same time, you know, it was his friends, his teammates. And and the guy who done he, it, it was an ex-teammate, right? Yeah, it was an ex-teammate. He was a walk-on, I believe. Yeah. yeah. He, played in, he played in 2018. Uh, but just let these kids go home to be with their families and realize that, you know, life is short and it can be taken away in an instance. Yeah. So I just kind of wanted to give all, all of us a chance to, to mention this. So Drink Local Be Him, what do you have to say? Um, yeah. Uh, just going to piggyback off of John here. It, this is uh, definitely something that you just – everybody takes, you know, different times or different amounts of time to, to heal. And this is something that, you know – that we just need to, you know, kind of let them, let them, you know, recover, recuperate, be with their families. I mean, anybody that sits there and, and complains that the season ended, uh, just is dumb. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, because I mean, I'm like, look, look, guys, like they, like there, there are things that are bigger than. Than football, and and this is something that's bigger than football, definitely. Absolutely. Um, I, yeah, and I mean, so uh, you know, hearts and prayers go out to them. So yeah, you know, absolutely. That's a that's a that is a tough time. Um, you know, don't know. I mean, like I'm, I don't know about you guys, but I don't know anybody. Like I haven't personally had. You know, friends that were shot. You know, especially you know something like this. So right. I, I could especially like there right in front you, of you with you being yeah. there and that kind of right. stuff. I mean, you know, so I couldn't sit there and tell you like you know I can't can't say that I I, under, I understand what's going on because I don't. Right. And you know, but it's not for me to understand. It's for everybody else needs. It, it, they need to be able to. To, to heal, heal. So to they've heal. got to be able to. Yeah. Yep. So it, it's got to be, you know, if this is something that the team is wanting, then they need to, you know, people need to respect what the team's the team's wishes. So that's the, uh, you know, absolutely. Yeah. I agree yep. with you, Mason. You got anything to add to this? Just kind of want to open the show with it. Uh, I mean, hearts and prayers out to the team and the players that were lost. Um, it's also really good sportsmanship over the past, what was it, last weekend? How many teams had the Virginia stickers on their helmet? Right. I know Notre Dame did. I know a whole bunch of the other ACC schools did. So it's just nice seeing them kind of come together and give them some support, even if it's not by playing football. Right. There are some things bigger than football. Oh, yeah, definitely, especially when you were that young. Yeah. Yeah. These are all college kids that lost their lives. The, the boy who done it was 
the guy who done it is maybe just a little bit older than a college kid now. So, you know, um, it's just a bad deal all around. And like I said, for here at College Sportscast, our hearts and prayers go out to everybody um, involved, all the family members that are lost and the family members that uh, now have to deal with lost loved ones. So uh, it is a, a holiday time and maybe the getting together and being with their family instead of being on a football field is what's needed. So we'll start the show out with that. And then the second thing I, that's kind of bad news this week is Hendon Hooker towards ACL last Saturday. Um, and he is done for the year. Um, Hammonds, I want to throw it to you and kind of open up and see what you have to say about that as well. Um, just a, just a tough loss. Um, you know, he's been through a lot his whole college career and you, and you just hate to see a guy like Hendon Hooker go out like that. Um, I, I wish him the best in his future endeavors, you know, He's built for stuff like this. You know, Hendon has been through a bunch of tests. You know, he went through all he did at Virginia Tech up until when he went to Tennessee. Um, he might, and the thing about Hendon, a lot of people don't know is beyond the football field, you know, he's a really great person beyond the field of play. And that's what makes it even tougher is yes, that I agree with that. He, he might. He might be a great football player, but he's also a good person as well. Yeah. Um, you know, he's in good spirits. Um, they, I think they interviewed him, I think, this week. Um, he was at practice leading the team. So he's, he's going to be behind his, his boys. And, and that's all you can do right now. And you just hate that the circumstances are what they are. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. John Roberts. You got anything to add to the Hendon Hooker? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, again, this is uh, just uh, something that you just you hate to see. You know, Heisman Trophy candidate going down this late in the season. I, I um, still, I still hope to see him at the Heisman. I mean, you know, the oh yeah. Run. I mean, hopefully he's, you know, hopefully he gets an invite and whatnot. Um, but you know. Uh, I mean, and, and I know not to really take a whole lot off of the, uh, uh, you know, the, the spotlight off of Hendon, but I mean, we also had Corum go down. I don't know the extent of his injury, but I mean, it's kind of, it's bad to have, you know. Yeah, I haven't two, really heard anything on Corum's yeah, injury. Yeah, but there's two, two Heisman Trophy candidates that had, uh, you know, got injuries over the last weekend. So, um, right. but, you know, uh, from what I understand, he's, you know, Hendon Hooker's a good, you know, great person, you know, good dude. So, I mean, just, it sucks. And, uh, but wish him the best in his, uh, NFL prospects because, you know, he'll be somewhere in the league next year. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know if he'll get to play next year now with the ACL, but he'll be there for sure. Mason, what do you got to add to it with the Hendon Hooker news this week? Uh, it's kind of crazy. I mean, he was having a great season. Um, they pretty much touched on all the other topics. My only question is, does it hurt his draft stock substantially? 
You know, it's, kind of it's wondering. possible that it will hurt his dress, draft stock. I don't think that it'll hurt it drastically. Um, I don't. I don't believe so. I think he's shown enough of his potential and his talent um, that he will still be a a high pick. I'm not so sure that with the injury he'll go as high as he possibly could have. You know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. I was just curious about how teams are going to, you know, some things like that, like the Dolphins when they drafted Tua and he was injured, it was kind of controversial. So I just didn't know how the teams that were needing quarterbacks are going to look at the injury. My guess is that some team late in the first round or something, you know, early second round will still take a, he'll still be high. He'll still, they'll still take the uh, chance with Hidden Hooker that he will get back to himself at some point, 10 months, a year down the road, whatever it is, um, I, I think it might hurt his draft stock a little. What do you think about that, Hammonds? Um, I don't think it will hurt it too bad, but he he probably won't get many workouts during the summer um, just with the whole knee injury and whatnot. So I, think, I don't think it would hurt as much as it will – you know, at the end of the day, so I'll just let y'all piggyback off that. I mean, I don't think it's really going to um, hurt his chances. I don't guess, but no, I mean, I, I like I said, we've, I seen, we've seen guys get hurt. You know, you look at guys that have got hurt in college, and they went on to the NFL and been top five picks and done really good. So I don't think it's going to really affect it now. Some people might not take a chance on him because of him getting hurt, but there's there will be a few GMs that will look at this and say, hey, this might, guy might be a really good quarterback. Oh, yeah. I mean, like I said, I still think he'll be a high pick. So um, I don't think it's going to hurt it drastically or nothing like that. Um, for Tennessee, um, just to kind of piggyback off of it and talk about Tennessee, you know, they – uh, lost the game last week pretty badly to South Carolina after the injury. Hendon, you know, they were, <laughs> excuse me, they were behind already in the game, but losing Hendon Hooker um, really hurt. And then their backup is Milton, and, you know, he's got a lot of talent. It's a little raw talent, but I guess we'll find out on Saturday, you know, just what Milton can do. So my next thing I want to talk about is EA Sports announced today that the college football game is going to come out in the summer of 24. Heck yeah. So I know that this may be one of the biggest releases ever. Um, the college- yeah, and they, also, they also said that it was supposed to come out in 23, but they delayed it because they're wanting to go away from the Madden scheme of things with it. Yeah, yeah, they're not going to run the Madden engine. They're going to try to create their own. Right. Which I think and, if and that's the case, I would rather them do that because Madden, to me, I, I'm not a big fan of Madden. I don't – I like the game, but I think there can be some things changed. Right. And and they are – so the news that I heard today, they currently – and they're still working on getting the rest of them, but they currently have rights to 120 – out of 131 college football teams, Division One teams, 
they have the rights to all 10 FBS conferences and they have the rights to the college football playoffs to include all of that in the game. Um, they also said that if uh, player that they are trying to get the players, <clears throat> the rights to the players in the game as well. And they said that any player that would be in the game would get compensated through the NIL. So it's going to be an expensive game. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, so those are some things that I know everybody's looking forward to. One more thing I'll throw out there. They're supposed to be talking about doing a dynasty mode. You can create a player and take take him all the way through the college experience. Um, you can Yeah, like like you could in fourteen. I heard that was coming back. I'm excited yeah, for that. Yeah, dynasty mode. You're supposed to do uh, multiple seasons with the same team. They're even gonna have recruiting and the transfer portal uh-huh. in the game. Um, so, you know, I just wanted to give a little shout out. I mean, it was supposed to come out in 2023, but they have pushed it back to the summer of 24. That's still kind of a ways away. So I'm excited for it. I think it'll be fun. Yeah. All right, guys. So we're going to move on to our pick six. Oh yeah. I got a hot take on this. Well, our pick six. I actually have a question. I, I have a question though. Um, okay. On the uh, on this game. Yeah. Um, I'm not necessarily much of a Madden player or an EA Sports player because I never really got into gaming. So um, the them getting away from the Madden engine does that take away from them being able to draft them into Madden? No. Into Madden. No, you just import it onto a file, then you can import it into Madden. You can have your player actually be drafted on Madden. Okay. Because I knew that you plays because Madden is like very weird. Yeah, I was like, I knew you could you could draft them before. I didn't know if you could. Well, and before they had their own separate engine as well, I believe. NCA 14 had its own engine too. Oh, okay. I think they're trying to get back to how that game was played and not piggyback off of Madden. Gotcha. Okay, that was my only my big question. Okay. Cool. All right, so the college football playoff ranking show is supposed to be on right now. Does anybody have it on? Mason, you got it on? Hammonds? I got the, what do you want, the playoffs? The playoff r- ranking show? Yeah. It's supposed to be on right now. Yeah, it's already released. I can give you the top, I can give you the top six if you want them. Yeah, give us like the top, say, eight or ten. Okay, so it goes Georgia. Michigan, or no, Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, TCU, right. and then LSU jumped USC. Really? To so five? LSU is five, USC is six. Okay. I, that's, that was what I was kind of scratching my head. I was like, wow, they really don't like USC. <laughs> Another wow. thing, too. So who's seven? Seven is Alabama. Yeah, then Clemson. See, I don't agree with that either. No, I, don't, I don't know how LSU's number five over well, whatever, I guess. <laughs> how is UCF ranked and not Coastal Carolina? Coastal Carolina had that bad loss to Old Dominion, didn't they? Yes, but UCF ain't impressed me either, though. Yeah. Well, UCF lost last week, too. <clears throat> oh, did they? Yeah. I don't follow them. They did. Um. Tennessee still ranked 10, which is surprising to me. They dropped to 10. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, gust gust last week. That's what happened. All the all, all <laughs> fans were reminded of Gus Malzahn. So weekend. I would have USC over Clemson. I mean, USC over LSU mm-hmm. and Clemson over Alabama. I would flip, Easily. I would flip-flop them them four schools in spots. That's what I would do. Here's a question. Do you put Tennessee ahead of Alabama? You know, in the end, I think so, yes. Actually, in, in what I released yesterday, I had Tennessee at eight and Alabama at nine. Because I was just wondering because – I think that ugly loss say, really hurt them. Well, that's that's the recency bias right there. Like, yeah. it was just it was a bad loss, and it happened this well, week. Well, I mean, it was just, just what two weeks that. ago, three right. weeks ago, they beat Alabama. Yeah. It's not been yeah. that long but ago. Beat, but they beat Alabama, and they have the same record, and they beat Alabama. Now, no. actually, they huh? have they have. Well, yeah, they have the same record now. You're right. It's the same record. They both yeah. have two losses. Yeah. No. The, uh, the LSU thing is just what's so surprising. Which is, which is also weird because LSU lost to Tennessee. Exactly. As well. Yeah. And they have two losses. The only difference is is that LSU, LSU won their division, whereas Tennessee did not. Well, and LSU's two losses came early in the year. Correct. And only one of them was in the division. And right. one of them was out of you know one of them was in the uh, in the S yeah one was in conference and one was out of conference right so wasn't one of them Florida wasn't another Florida, one State. State. Florida State at the Florida first State. game of the year it was the first game of the season yep Florida State early and they only lost by one very it was like one or two or they three lost three. one I think I think it was twenty three twenty four and Florida yeah, State still ranked in the tier I think they're like. 13 or 14 or something? Yeah, yeah. They're like 8-3, and three, Florida State is. Yeah, Florida State, they went for two for, at Florida State and they lost. Right. Just like they went for two at, at Bama. At, or, or at home against Bama and right. won. And won. So that was, the, that was the difference. Right. So. But, I, you know, I just am not in love with the idea of the two-loss SEC teams being above the one loss Pac-12 and ACC school. Yeah, but it's really going to get crazy because, you know, Michigan or Ohio State has to lose. One of them is losing. So Tennessee dropped from what, – what were they last week? Five, right? Five? Yeah, I think so. They dropped from five to ten. So if Michigan loses and loses five spots, they're going to drop to eight. But it's only Michigan's first loss. Right. So then that's when you're going to have a two-loss LSU team or a one-loss Michigan. Well, I mean, if LSU's already jumping USC, don't you think a one-loss Michigan team, LSU's going to jump them too? Uh, LSU's got to win first. Well, I, I understand <laughs> that, but. I don't know. That's a, This is a <clears> – <throat> It's a prime time right now. This chaos. I mean, I'm 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 about to introduce all the chaos. Okay, here it is. Okay, okay. Iowa State is going to take out TCU. It's going to be so nuts. Okay, right. 
So that goes ahead and takes that out of the uh, – that takes TCU out of the equation. Iowa State's right. no joke for the last game of the season. They beat number two Oklahoma State a few years ago and Oklahoma and everybody. Right. So, so, so Iowa State beats, beats TCU. Uh, Ohio State beats Michigan. Because I just I don't think Michigan's gonna has has the has has the uh, um has everything to win. You know I don't think they just have it to win uh to win well, against. If uh, Corum's not playing, I don't think Michigan has, can win myself. Right, and it's at Ohio State. There's a right. revenge factor. There's a lot of stuff that I think that's just gonna go against Michigan's Michigan. You know what? Um. However, Texas A&M is going to beat LSU. <laughs> right? Now, you laugh. You were laughing with Baylor, and you, it took a fire drill kick field goal to, to, to beat them. Hey, but did they win? To beat, to beat them. Hey. I just can't, wait, I can't get on board the whole Texas A&M thing, Roberts. I just can't do it. And Texas A&M both. has looked like trash all year. Yeah. Pretty sure our high school football championship had more fans in it than the last Texas A&M game. I just can't get on board with that. Maybe they can, and I know they have some talent, but I just can't get on board with that. I agree. I agree. I'm not saying that it has to be a logical thing. <laughs> it's Make not. it parlay right now. <laughs> it's not. It, it's an it's an insane pick. It's a it's a, it's a nuts pick, but it, it's I'm just telling you, it's gonna happen. Look. If 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 Arkansas can beat Ole Miss, I think Texas A and M can find a way to beat uh to beat uh LSU. Hammonds, what do you say about the SEC positioning in LSU and Bama? Are you on board with it? Uh, I think Alabama should be eighth, and Clemson should be seventh. And I think you know LSU deserves it. I think you know. After what, after the big beat down against Tennessee, but at the same time, LSU hasn't looked good. And hey, one last thing, too. Well, um, it didn't look good in uh, Arkansas. Oh. Hold on. Go ahead, Hammond. I just said that they, they didn't look real good against Arkansas, but. You know, they have to play Oregon, right? In a championship. But here's the thing. If USC, LSU, hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. USC's going down to Notre Dame. Yep. The thing is, though. I'm telling you. If LSU beats Georgia, they get in. Even if they. Uh, oh, yeah. If, I, if LSU beats A&M? Georgia, if they went, well, no. Three three loss LSU. No, not if they lose to A&M, they're not getting in, even if they beat Georgia. I just want to have – I want the committee to make that decision, though. No, that's not happening. I want the committee to make that decision. So I'm rooting for A&M for one time. One time do I want these – these I don't know, this cult <laughs> to win against just, yeah. you know. I'll be so the, glad the, the when good, this game is time, over so you time, quit talking about it. <laughs> the, the good time – the good time folks down in Baton Rouge, you know, les bon Mason, aren't you on board with me? Aren't you Aren't you gonna be glad when this te- LSU Texas A and M game is over? I'll be glad when 
it's all over. <laughs> I mean, normally I'm all for it because my team's part of the discussion, but this year I'm like, all right. <laughs> yeah, that's well, true. Isn't that why? Isn't that like that's the reason why you should join the chaos theory once your team is out of it? I'm joining the TCU. Like I like the TCU. You want and TCU a, in there? They have the quarterback that went to high school in Iowa. So I got a little bit of a tie there with Duggan. Yeah. Um, I don't Do know. Do you ever say, let me see, Duggan? <laughs> <laughs> no? Why not? I think that's a no. <laughs> Duggan's interesting. I mean, he he's a fun guy to watch. He reminds me of Ellinger when he played for Texas. He carries that team on his back. Yeah, he does. I, I mean, I don't I don't want to see USC in it, though, so go Oregon. Uh, well, so USC, who I guess is in the sixth spot then, if LSU jumped them, they have Notre Dame, and then they'll have Oregon. So, And they just come off UCLA. So this is the only portion of their schedule that, you know, where they're playing some pretty good teams. I would think that that would bump them up just a little bit um, to end the season. I would think. If they win. Yeah, but what if they lose to Notre Dame? They have to win to bump They're up. going to lose. I'm telling you. I mean, why do you keep asking me if they lose? Nobody because I expects, want to see the most. Nobody expects most. anybody to go up if they lose. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, this, we're not talking about Alabama here, so. I don't know. I've seen Alabama jump when they lost. <laughs> yeah, that is true. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, you might be right. <clears throat> Now, here's the thing. If, if uh, God, I want so bad for for the uh, for for that Iron Bowl to be in in Jordan-Hare Stadium because I would love to be going and sitting there and telling you that that Alabama's going to lose, but it's just I just can't. Well, I actually can't, don't. Can't I'm my, not pulling for Alabama to get in the playoff. I think they should be on the outside looking in. They have two SEC teams, two lost teams in front of them. In my opinion, that oh, no, 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 I'm not really here to. I'm not really here to debate whether they get in or don't get in. I just, I just, I'm just talking about just the Iron Bowl in general. Yeah, I know. And 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 at this point, they're out. They're out unless the most chaotic things happen, like. Georgia loses to Georgia Tech, then loses to LSU, <laughs> and loses to both of them, like, really bad. Right. And then, you know. LSU loses, USC loses to Notre Dame and Oregon, you know, yeah. I and get. then, like, I mean, just like. But then, I will still be a two-loss a two loss Pac-12 fan. And see, then you have to have UNC beat Clemson in the championship game. <laughs> yeah. South Carolina go ahead and beat Clemson. Beat Clemson, in the last yeah, game, the last, last game. game of the season, right? Yeah. Just to go ahead and completely eliminate Clemson as well. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, we're, we're going ahead, and I mean, and and what's funny is, have any of y'all gotten that Jocks app and listened to uh, any of Jocks? The last couple of days or the last like couple of weeks? No, why? No. Okay, cool. You should listen. Especially 
also maybe even jump into the Paul Feinbaum show. I know I'm going to hey, right now. They're talking about everybody USC else. using the Notre Dame right now, just an yeah. FYI. So, I mean, it's possible this week. I've been calling it since before Before when I was looking at the, seat, at the schedule going, <laughs> oh, look, you, like once, US, once Notre Dame beat Clemson, that's when I started going, oh, USC could lose to Notre Dame. Yeah. It's but, possible, that's for anyway, sure. Well, the, the whole ordeal is this. What, I've been, what I was uh, explaining was that here in the state of Alabama, it is it, there are so many delusional Alabama fans that are trying to create all the chaos that I just created, but I do it like I do. I mean, I still think that there are certain things that aren't just aren't going to happen. Like Auburn's not going to beat Alabama, but, you know, you know, certain things won't happen. Right. Uh, Texas A&M still may not be LSU. That's just one that would be just hilarious. I would just laugh um, at that one. But they're finding out ways and going like, well, Alabama could still get into this and this and this and this and this and this and this. And, this. and I was like, your list is really too long. Yeah, yeah, entirely. Like, if you have to name more than three things, your list is too long. <laughs> that's true. That's because three things, like to get three things to happen on a weekend, I mean, that's a parlay, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and how often do you, I mean, do, do you. I mean, they hit often? every once in a while, but they, not they often. They hit, yes, but not often. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. but you're you're looking at like a parlay and look, I mean, look, I bet the house on that. And I'm not talking about like my house. I'm talking about yeah, you know, house, you know, the, you know, I got the you. casino, the casino side. You know, I mean, they're they're, they're going to win. They're going to win every time. Right. And so, like that's the that's the, uh, um, like that's the side I would bet the whole time. But at the same time, I mean, it would be hilarious, and it would also be just as funny to watch the rest of college football melt down to see Alabama get in there. But it would also be hilarious to watch. Like it, it, it's always fun watching Alabama fans. Yeah, the fans. Meltdown. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. like again, Auburn, Auburn winning at any time, especially against Alabama, it's fun to listen to all of like Jocks all day, and then the Paul Feinbaum show, which also appears on Jocks, but Paul Feinbaum show. And listen to that. And, and sometimes, just, sometimes it's, it's I gold. think the Paul Feinbaum show is hard to listen to. I can't listen. Oh no, to no, some no! It that. is, it is, it is. I can't listen I to some of that. I really can't. I only, I only listen after Alabama, the Monday after Alabama listen. <laughs> That's it. All right, we're gonna move on to the no fly zone that I got. I got a few topics on that. So, <clears throat> Deion Sanders is rumored to have talked. With Colorado and University of South Florida as possible head coach jobs, is either one of those places? Are you on board with that no. for Dion? No, 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 no. I mean, that's what I, I don't say. Here's here, here's why. That's got to be a no fly, right? Yeah, granted, you know, Colorado out there in the West. Um, you know, in the mountains, you know, there's a lot of good football players. Past like 20, 30 years ago. Yeah, but are you going to convince kids, you know, 
in the South to come all the way to Colorado. That's the biggest thing. Yeah, to play football. I just I think I think what you need to do the South Florida one now I could I could see you know because Florida's a hotbed for recruiting. I mean still, I'm not gonna say that he couldn't go there and do something. I just like South Florida's been down too pretty big the last few years. Don't you think? I agree with you. Yeah. I just think, you know, from a, from another perspective on it, you know, with South Florida, you could see him going there because, you know, like I said, it's a hotbed for recruiting. Um, they, they've had a few good seasons. They had that one good season back in early, um, was it 2000s when they went to a, to a major bowl? Yeah, but if if, Dion, if Dion's really wanting to succeed, he needs a big Power Five school. Um, yeah, just say, two. say a school, say a school like Auburn, Ole Miss. Um, I would even go to venture to say, you know, a school like. Uh, give me one in the ACC that would be good. Uh, well, Georgia I mean, there Pitt. was some rumors earlier this year that he might end up at Louisville. That that would be another one. You know, Georgia Tech, possibly. Yeah. Could you imagine, though, what Dion could do at Georgia Tech in the Atlanta area? Well, I mean, he's from Georgia, so, you know, that's where he's – so, I mean, he uh, could – You know, he can – but you're not going to pull a kid from the south and send them out towards Colorado. I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean you know, you might, you might get the California kids. Don't might give me, a few of those. Don't get me wrong. He'll pull a few. He's Deion Sanders, but it won't be enough. That's my that's my position. Well, yeah, and, but you got but you got recruiting good in California, but still at the at the end of the day, you know, kids are wanting to play for the big schools. You know, the yeah. Alabamas, the LSU's, the the Clemson's, the you know, Ohio right. State. They're not. They're not going to say, "Hey," but his name alone could bring a lot of people in, though. All right. So, John Roberts, what say you on this? Is Colorado or USF a good place for Dion? Um, I think USF more than Colorado, but overall, both no. I think this is more of just trying to get his name. You know, if. Well, if I, he's not in for the Auburn job, and it's and it's going to be say say it is Lane Kiffin. Now, what would be funny, and I think this is still would be, I think this is again create chaos, the most wacky world. Yeah. Would be Lane Lane to Auburn and Dion to Ole Miss. And Dion to Ole Miss. Yeah. Yeah. And and, I, and actually. I think that's more possible to happen than the Colorado or USA. Correct, and I, that's what I'm rooting for. I'm rooting but for that. But to be I'm honest rooting. with you, there was rumors that he actually talked to both of these schools. Now, I don't know if that's true or not. Are you talking about, like, Dion? talking to who? Talking to which ones? Colorado and USF. I know that's already reported. I thought that was I thought that was like actual factual left. Yeah, I mean that's what right I'm now. saying. There's reports yeah. that he talked well, to no, no, both no, no. schools. I know, I know, but I'm just saying that what he's doing is he's he like the NFL is just trying to keep his name in the news cycle. <laughs> and while because Auburn Twitter has gone, but crazy. again, Auburn he is Deion Sanders. He's in the news cycle anyway. Yes, but he is still keeping his. He's trying to keep his name in the news cycle, and that's all he's doing. <laughs> 
And these are things that he can do. He can do that by 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 talking to different schools, um, it, because again, Auburn Twitter and on this Twitter over the last like two days hours yeah. has just been yeah. oh I know awesome. It has been hilarious. We're gonna get to that in the and next I one. Love it. We're and gonna I get to that it. in the next next one. So Mason, what do you say about the Dion to Colorado or South Florida? No, I don't like it. <laughs> I think it's a no, right? It's got to be a no-fly, right? The only thing that's a plus is that Colorado, depending on how people spend their free time, would be a little bit more lax. But that's about the only reason <laughs> that he could pull the players to Colorado. Yeah, maybe. They're not yeah. leaving. You know, they're not leaving to go play in negative 15 degrees snowy weather. I don't. I don't see it either. So. I'm a no-fly on that one, too. The next one is about Lane Kiffin and Auburn. There's been tons and tons of reports and rumors and and media people that said that he's going, that he's not. Um, Lane come out on Twitter yesterday, last night, and was like, no. Oh, there's a good one. There's a good one that I posted earlier. you got to hear so, this one. Um let me find it real quick. Well, my question is, does Co- does he coach the Egg Bowl this Saturday? Yeah, he coaches. It ain't Saturday. It's Thursday. I mean Thursday, yeah. It's on Thanksgiving. Yeah, it is on Thanksgiving. Yeah, two days from now. That's that's what yeah. that one is. That's why everybody keeps talking about Friday being the day that he – that it's announced that he goes to Auburn, right? And that's not that's not <laughs> that that's not going to be the the case. They're not going to like Auburn's Auburn is not dumb enough to announce them on Friday, right? Before okay. they're they could. They so could here here Friday. is the here is the quote or well it wasn't a quote if somebody had posted this it said Ole Miss head coach Lane Kiffin plans to step down as the Rebels coach today and head to London. <laughs> To become the king of England, <laughs> King Charles abruptly stepped down to take over at Auburn. It said, so Lane Kiffin to the British monarchy is happening. Story soon. <laughs> I thought that's pretty good. Yeah. Hey, have you seen, have you seen, there, there's one guy that, that posts up a bunch of stuff that's like, uh, it's not spoof, but it's, uh, you know, satire. And he had posted something about, and I can't remember what his name is. Um, off the top of my head, but this guy has been very satirical throughout the entire, the entire time. And I've liked it somewhere. So if you go into my, my Twitter and you look at the likes or whatever, you'll find where, where I've done it. Cause I'll like a lot of these things mainly just so I can go recall them later. Right. Um, but, uh, it was a guy that was talking about, um, Oh, what did he, he did something. I mean, I saw the one that you're talking about with the, the, the King Charles, King Charles to Ole Miss or King Charles to Auburn or whatever it is. Um, <laughs> but the funny thing is, is like the guy, the guy that, that, that was, that, that, that started this whole thing yesterday. John that, something. Like, John Sokolowski yeah. Yeah. or whatever it is. Anyway, this guy's a news reporter out of, out of, uh, out of, uh, Startville, okay. He's on like Fox or something like that, the local Fox channel or the local NBC or whatever. Well, he's going to be Startville. He's either, he's, he's either going to be the goat or or the goat. Okay. Well, <laughs> well, here's the thing: is he is he called the 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 AD going from Startville? He's right. the one that, that that broke that one, right? You know. So having 
having the AD out of Mississippi State go to Auburn. Right. So, you know, that's the one thing, like, people have been kind of paying attention because he said some things, and now now they're going, oh, he's, he's saying this, like, three days, four days before the Egg Bowl, you know, two, three days before the Egg Bowl. I mean, look, nothing is going to happen until the egg bowl is completed. So, and, so and, just and, so and, you and, know, and, there and is nothing is really going to happen, especially if Auburn is being, if Auburn does the right thing, is that they won't announce anything until after the Iron Bowl. They will, the allow, Iron they will right. allow Cadillac to have his moment. Right. That's true. 100%. I agree with that. Before. Yeah. Before giving it to whoever the next head coach is. Oh, I agree with that 100%. And so, so that's but just to throw this out there, there's reports that that uh Lane Kiffin did have a team a secret team meeting with all of his players tonight. And secret. You're saying a secret. Well, Everybody basically it, it's it's a secret because they're trying to not let anybody know what was said in the meeting. But the, here's the here's the deal about that one too. Okay, so the Grove Collective, and so which is their NIL collective. Here's the here's the thing about that one. There was there was a tweet that was done by Grove Collective NIL, and then a retweet or a uh, a quote tweet from Grove Collective NIL saying that that particular tweet was not them. So I looked at the Twitter handles because that's usually where you have to go and figure it out. Yeah. The Twitter handle, the only way that there's a difference is if the, the, the lowercase L is an uppercase I. Okay. And that's the only way or otherwise it is the, the Grove, Grove Collective, yeah. and then they and then they turned around and was like, "Oh wait, we we effed up, and instead of deleting, let's just say that it wasn't us." Right, right, right. So, Mason, Mason, what are you saying about all of this? I'm getting kind of flashback and Riley leaving it right after <laughs> the Bedlam game ended. Right. That's when the news broke. That's when you guys are saying. You know, not to yeah. after the game. That very well could possibly be because I've seen it done before just right. a year ago. Right. I'm getting some bad PTSD about it. <laughs> That's true. You're right on that. <clears throat> Again, but then how about this? This is what's funny is the, 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 the quote tweet to that John, that John Sokolowski tweet that, yeah. that Lane Kiffin had. Right. Kiffin, that Kiffin quoted on it. Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. Because he put the, uh, he put the uh, no devil, right? Like, and it's like a, a purple devil, right? Yeah. Right. And then there was a chair and then like a dinner plate thing, right? So um, he had apparently written uh, or read a book during the season and had talked to his players and stuff like this because this was more of a, uh, you know, Nick Saban does the mindset type stuff, the, the, um, um, the the whole uh, having a, uh, a a sports psychologist in the building, right? 
Right. So he wrote, he, he read this book and this thing was like, you know, don't allow the enemy to sit at your table. And that was, that's what Kiffin was saying. essentially what he yeah. was sitting, saying was, yeah. you know, no enemies at the table. Don't allow the devil to sit at the table. Don't allow the enemy to sit at the table. That's basically, it, it essentially comes down to right. that. And it's hilarious that again, everybody was like, well, everybody knows that Kiffin's pretty, I mean, he does that kind of stuff on Twitter. He's pretty you know. savvy. He's, He's pretty, pretty savvy. savvy with yeah. Twitter. Yeah. And it's, and again, what will be awesome, and this is the this is the, the thing that really got me hooked on Twitter uh, on on Kiffin to Auburn, you know, a couple of years ago was the whole fact that he's you know what he is on Twitter, his presence on Twitter, and it would just be hilarious to just watch him poke at Nick Saban from the other side of the state. Yeah, like, and it it is just. I just want. Him. I think I think we're going to find out soon, John Roberts. So John Roberts is an Auburn fan, so and he's down there in Birmingham, and and uh, he's right around a lot of this stuff that's going on. So um, he, you know, he he definitely has some ties down there and knows a little bit of stuff. So it's fun. It's fun to sit and talk to you about it, but. We are going to move on to the Mark Stoops new contract thing that come out this week. I think it come out on Sunday. Um, he signed a new deal through 31. He's got like nine years. He's being paid like $9 million, 8.6, and, and then it goes up to nine or something like that to stay at Kentucky. But the deal was, so this contract was signed the day before the Vanderbilt game, and the and the UK uh, sports department, athletic department, held this news after the Vanderbilt loss. Um, John Hammonds, are you okay with that? Is that a fly or no fly? Huh. Don't get me started on this. I, I I just opened the door. I was going to say the same thing. Don't ask him about it. <laughs> hey, I, I, hey, I, I just I opened think, the door. I'll just leave it at this. I don't think you should reward and give a guy, you know, the high one of the highest paid coaches in the country. You shouldn't reward him for being mediocre. Well, that's so 30, you're, you're talking about the actual contract itself. I, my question was, yeah. my my question's about, you know, how how UK handled it after the Vanderbilt loss. Uh, well, that that's different, yeah. But his record against, I I think it was against the SEC was 32, 32 and fifty. Well, that's not that bad. That's not bad, but it ain't good either. Well, could be Vandy. Yeah. Yeah, but you shouldn't reward a coach. But you also have to understand he was like oh, and he was like two and twenty in his well, first twenty-two games. If you're wanting to go to the next level, you don't you don't do what he's done the last couple of years. Well, I don't know. Is it all his fault or is it the OC's fault? Because the OC's been really. I actually, offensive coordinator is a problem too. I yes. actually think the offensive line coach, the offensive coordinator coach, and then 
And then there is one other thing that's going on at UK and that nobody's talking about. There is no special teams coordinator, and their special teams has been atrocious. Atrocious. There's um, no coordinator? No, there is no special teams coordinator, and that's what's wrong with the special teams. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah. Their, UK's special teams this year has been ungodly atrocious, and Mark Stoops has got to own that shit and get somebody in there, especially now. I mean, honestly, you know, people can say what they want to about the job that Stoops has done, but now that he's going to be being paid $9 million a year and be one of the top paid, you know, the top 10, 15 coaches in the country, it's time, it's time to show up in, 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 in college football rankings in the world. I mean, it's time to not, well, let me, let me rephrase that. It's time to stay there. It's time to not just show up because we have showed up a time or two. So when it comes to all that, that's what I'm going to say about that. But John Roberts, what do you say about how this contract was handled? Well, my mom said it best. She said that they got a rock in their head for giving him $9 million. Stupidity. Well, it's basically this, Hammonds, and we're both U.K. fans. But if they are going to pay him that kind of money, then he's got to have the top. He's got to have top results. Exactly. That's that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. Well, they got to. Are they going to allow him to pay to bring on different people though? Well, I mean, they've they've upped the the um, assistance and stuff. I mean, a lot since oh, in in the tenure that Stoops has been here, and they will continue to do that. Um, it was Stoops' choice not to have a special teams coordinator, and it has absolutely killed them this year. They leave anywhere from four to seven to eight points off the board every single game with their atrocious – they don't even have a long snapper. They can't even snap the ball. It is, it is ridiculous. That's kind of crazy. But also going back to Stoops, though, is there somebody else you guys would rather have? I was thinking, you know, you look back at the Missouri game, you know, the block, if if they had a blocked that punt, Missouri would have won that football game. Oh, I know. And we won it basically on a rough in the punter. Yep. It, it's, it's embarrassing, man. Anybody want to chime in on how this contract was actually handled, though, the way they didn't didn't release it? Well, I mean, obviously they would have released it, say, um, <laughs> post post Vanderbilt game. If if he beats Vanderbilt, they would have released it right then. So they yep. sat on it post Vanderbilt. So that's 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 obvious. I feel like that's something that would have happened. I don't think they. If they would have announced it right after the Vanderbilt loss, that would have looked really bad. Um, but they couldn't sit on it for too long, so they had to just, you know, kind of go to the next, you know, the next week or whenever it was that they actually did announce it. They couldn't sit on it for. Well, they sit. You know, they, they they announced it the day after the Georgia game, which Kentucky yeah. looked and played a little better against Georgia. Right. So they looked better, but they, they still lost, but they're playing against a team that's the number one team in the country that's just at least outside of maybe one game has looked 
you know, like a number one team in the country compared right. to everybody else. Right. So they at least got it to where, you know, they waited till the following week where, you know, at least it looked a little better. The optics looked better. Well, now, as but, far as as far as I'm concerned, the way it was handled, I really don't have a problem with it. I'm going yeah. to I'm going to fly with that. Right. The way it was handled. Well, um, I think I you, think a lot of Kentucky fans though will tell you different than that. But for me, I don't have a problem with it. I can so fly with so, that. So what's funny is so what is it for what the next five or so years is when uh he has uh a a he gets paid more than, than Cal Coach Fowler. Cal. Yeah, than Coach Cal. Right. And, and then of course but you know, at this moment you know, Cal is, you know, he just lost a yeah, Gonzaga. Lost he's, you know, he's, honestly, he's a, I'm not so lost. sure which one is being way overpaid at this point right now. Right, so. right, right. Didn't I see one of you guys make a post of the players didn't even listen to his play calls during that game? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. Coach Cal made a darn, I mean, he not only made a post, he even mentioned it after the game and everything that, and, and said it kind of nonchalant, like it was nothing. And anyway, I don't even want to get started on that. That's ridiculous talk. But you were talking about the how much you guys paid Mark Stoops, right? Yeah. Is there, is there somebody else you guys would have paid you would have liked to see other than Stoops? Is there another coach out there right now that you guys would rather have than Stoops right now? I, you know me. Here's a better question. I like question. I like Mark Stoops. I like the job that he's done. I love I love his tenacity. Now this year and this team has missed out on a whole lot of that. And okay. I'm, I am disappointed in this year and this team. I will say that. Here's a question, though. Okay, so, I mean, it's going to sound very, you know, condescending, and I don't mean it to be, but it's just going to be as who could you get? Who else? Who's the other guy? Who yeah. else is there? Who, who would come to Kentucky after Stoops? I think I think there's probably some, but it would because, be because again, whoever comes is still, for the most part, still playing second fiddle to Calipari yeah. in basketball. Team. Well, that's what I'm saying. You're not going to get the big time people. You, you you'd have to go to maybe TCU, Sonny Dykes, or you know something like that. Could you get the defensive coordinator at Texas? I don't know. He, he, he just started at Texas this year, didn't he? Correct. I mean, a, do you want him, though? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was like. Do you want him? Well, because the main, the main concern has been the offense. So, I mean, wouldn't you want an offensive-minded well, guy? I think most Kentucky fans would want an offensive head coach, and that's why I okay, said Son- here's a question. That's why I said okay. Sonny Dykes from TCU. But Sonny Dykes. Okay. How about Rhett Lashley? I mean, if you want to know the truth, a whole lot of Kentucky fans will probably say Neil Brown, <laughs> but I'm Neil not. Brown. But yeah. I'm not going to. We'll give you Jeff Levy for a good deal. Yeah, give me Jeff. Okay. okay. <laughs> what about would Bill O'Brien? What about who? Bill O'Brien. Yeah, I don't want Bill O'Brien. Sorry. Alabama fans will gladly. I don't. Give I don't Bill want O'Brien. Bill O'Brien. I'd rather have Stoops. Gus Malzahn. 
I'm not so sure I want Gus 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 Malzahn either. John okay, Robert. Ar- Arkansas's Arkansas's current offensive coordinator. I might take Dan Mullen. Arkansas's current offensive coordinator. We might. I'd say Dan Mullen would be on the, our short list. Would be my guess. What about what about Bryles? Kendall. Yes, Kendall. <clears throat> Maybe. What about Dion? Yeah, I definitely would take Dion over over Stoops right now. <laughs> How many of these names would you take over Stoops? I'm a Stoops guy, so I'm I'm going to stick with him. I think he's done a heck of a job coming from where he come from. I mean, he took over for Jacob Phillips, and and he was nothing but the Joker. I mean, the whole team was a joke. Um, the players that, that was left over from him was was pitiful, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, but Joker Phillips had what's his face, uh, the guy from um, the the wide receiver with the Packers now. Yeah, Did Randall I, Cobb. He had Randall Cobb. Did he recruit Randall? Or no, was no, it was, he didn't recruit Randall. That came from before. Yeah, that came from Rich Brooks. Rich Brooks. Okay. And Randall, I mean, Randall was originally a wide receiver, and then he was, yeah, did, did you know, quarterback, and then because he beat Auburn in two thousand nine, that was right. Hey, yeah. Randall Cobb was a player now. No, I know, I yeah. know. I'm, um, I'm not, I'm not dogging the guy. I'm just asking about that. Yeah, you know, you know better than I do. I'm just more of like but I now, recall something. I'm a Stoops guy. I really like the job he's done. I will say this. I am majorly disappointed in what has transpired this year with this team. They look like they are not playing with that tenacity. They're not playing inspired. The offensive line is trash. The special teams is trash. And I've got an idea. I've got, an, I got, I got another name. Scott Frost. No, He's no, no, no. You can always try to poach Bob Stoops. So you got the Stoops brothers leading that I'm team. I'm actually hoping there's some rumors. What that about Mike? There, there's what some rumors Mike? that there's two names being floated around for the for a new OC for next year. And the two guys that's being floated around that I have heard, and this is through some media people here in Kentucky, is Dan Mullen and Brian Hartline. Brian Hartline's at Ohio State. His brother was a quarterback for UK um, back, I don't know, 2000 sometime. I can't remember now exactly when he was here. But his brother played at UK, and they had there's some ties there at UK. And uh, those are two names I'm hearing for an, a new OC, and I'm actually – Interested to find out if something like that was to transpire. I'd be pretty happy with either one. Well, it can't be any worse than now, could it? Right. <clears throat> You're right about that. All right. We're going to move on to some a little bit of college basketball talk so we can kind of wrap this show up. Um, Hammonds, Creighton, and Arkansas is playing right now in the Maui. Do you have that game on or kind of give us an update, Creighton and Arkansas? Uh, it's 8-6 uh, Creighton. 
Oh, it just started. I thought it started at six. No, it just started yet. Okay, it just started. All right. Well, that Creighton um, just won a couple of big games over the weekend, last weekend. Um, they have got a, you know, I, I, I seen somebody today, a sports reporter that actually knows what he's talking about most of the time. He reported that Creighton probably has the best starting five in college basketball. That's a pretty big statement. I mean, that's that's a big statement, you know. Now, he was just just talking about the starting five, of course. Um, But this is a pretty big game in the Maui tonight. Later on in the Maui tonight, you got San Diego State versus Arizona. They're both ranked teams. Uh, like 14 and 17, that should be a good game to I catch. Think, I think Arizona is a one and a half favorite. Yeah, the, but these these are the a couple of games in the Maui uh, that's going on tonight. Um, coming up, I think tomorrow night, I believe, is the battle for Atlantis starts tomorrow night. You got NC State versus Kansas, and you got Butler versus Tennessee. Those are two games that kind of piqued my interest when I was looking at some of these things. And then Alabama and Michigan State would be a good game, too. Yeah, on Thursday night, the Phil Knight uh, Invitational starts, and Alabama versus Michigan State will be a big game. Um, anybody, y'all want to make a prediction on any of these games? I know the Creighton and Arkansas games already started, so we probably won't go touch that one. But Hammonds? I think I'm going to go Arizona, um, Kansas, and then I think I'm going to go Tennessee, and then I'm going to go Michigan State. Okay. Some good picks. All right. Mason, you want to, you want to try some picks on these basketball games? I'm going to go Arizona, Kansas. I'm going to go Butler just because I like Butler. I like watching them play. And I'm going to go Michigan State. Okay. John Roberts? Say this again. So I know Michigan State was against Alabama. So I'm going yeah, Michigan, Michigan State, State and Alabama, NC State, North Carolina State and Kansas, Butler and Tennessee, San Diego State and Arizona is tonight, later in the Maui. Kansas. You said Butler who? Butler versus Tennessee. Tennessee. Kansas, Michigan State, Arkansas. Tonight, yeah. I've got it on right now. It's yeah. the eight right now. Right. And then what was the other one? San Diego State and who? Arizona. Arizona. Uh, Arizona. Okay. Well, these are all games that in the feast week that's going on. You got the Maui starting. The Battle for Atlantis is coming up. The Phil Knight uh, Invitational. I just want to say one thing before we log off tonight. Um, how bad is the Louisville Cardinals? Man, I'm telling you right now, Kenny Payne, Kenny Payne could be in some trouble, and he just got there. Um. They, I know who could help them. I know who could help them. Well, you just weren't here in my huh. 
I'm serious. Like Kenny Payne could be in some trouble. I mean, they had they had 13, 14 points in the second half of this game. Finished with 38. They had 38 points in this game today um, against Texas Tech. Yeah. Well, Texas Tech, don't they generally have also a defense? They do, but Louisville has no offense. None. I mean, they I don't look, know. I think their offense is very offensive. <laughs> it is. Exactly. You know, a lot of people said during the summer that Ailes Ellis was going to be a problem and he's been a he's been a he's been a negative factor. Yeah. He's been a problem for for, for Louisville. For Louisville, he, yeah. He's been a problem for Louisville, yeah. Problem for. My, there was a point there was a point in the game today that Louisville was stuck on eighteen points in the second half with four, 14, 13 minutes to go. Oh I know. Wow, so they only doubled that in the final fourteen minutes. Yeah. But I'm telling you, man, they looked absolutely atrocious. Looked like a high school team. I have, I have a question. I have a question. Could a soccer team in the World Cup score more points than Louisville? <laughs> I'm being serious. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. They were they were horrible. Now, speaking of Louisville, I'm going to switch before we jump off of here. Last night in the battle for Atlantis on the women's side, Louisville got beat. They're a top ten team and have been one of the better uh, women's programs in the country. Louisville and Tennessee both got beat in the battle for Atlantis last night um, in the on the women's side. And then we covered the South Carolina and Stanford game um, on our last show and. Stanford was ahead by four with just like 30 seconds to go. South Carolina figured out a way to hit a three and then tied the game, went into overtime, and won that game at Stanford um, 76-71. So I just wanted to throw that out there before we got off and kind of finished finished a little coverage on a little bit of women's basketball. Uh, The battle for Atlantis is always a a big deal, and – I would think that Louisville might have been favored in that. They are one of the top teams that's in that down there. And they lost last night to San Diego State, actually. Um, And Tennessee, who is usually a top team in the SEC, who's usually loaded on the women's side, lost to Gonzaga last night in the battle for Atlantis. Has anybody been keeping up with the – I know Iowa's Caitlin Clark got hurt. Has anybody been keeping – is she okay? Yeah, I have not heard on her injury, but they trounced the last game. They won like 100 to 64 or something the last game that they played. But I haven't heard on Caitlin Clark. Okay, I know she's arguably one of the best, if not the best, woman player, basketball player, player in, the in the country. I mean, she's you got Aaliyah Boston and a couple of players, but I mean, yeah, she's definitely one of the top two or three players in the country for sure on the women's side. So All right guys, I'm going gonna, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump back in on uh on men's basketball. Okay. And I'm going to go ahead and, and say uh just uh just to get my my UAB Blazers in here. Oh, here we uh, go. They beat Georgia. 
Okay. Tonight. Okay. They knocked. They knocked out. They knocked out Georgia tonight. Um, and then, uh, you know, uh, I'm a Kennedy. Auburn, I'm a Kennedy Auburn, fan, Auburn. so I, I'm I'm good with that. Auburn, the kicker, the kicker from Texas, beat some rich kid named Bradley. I don't know. Um, yeah. uh, in Cancun, I guess they got in a fight or something. I'm not right, really sure what right. happened there. <laughs> well, since we're going back to college basketball men's side for for a minute, I, I'm gonna I'm just gonna say this uh, as a as a Kentucky fan, I have been watching Kentucky since about the 1980-81 season, and been heavily 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 involved with UK basketball ever John since. Ford. I have never. Really, in a big game like Sunday night, Kentucky never really was even in that game. Um, they made they made one run, cut it to like five, four or five, had about three shots, couldn't hit a shot to save their life, played uninspired basketball, um, can't play defense, too many breakdowns. No, nobody can shoot the ball. I, I really and truthfully, I've never been quite so disappointed in the way that the Kentucky Wildcats looked. On are we gonna have a sh- Are we gonna have a show on Tuesday? Is everybody yeah, gonna be around from the hollow? No, like next Tuesday after the holidays. Probably. Okay. So. I was gonna I was gonna ask about the North Carolina Indiana game. So. Yeah. Yeah, we probably will. Yeah. Okay, we'll talk about it then. Yeah. No, I was just talking about a few games. Um, I looked through Thursday. We're going to do another show um, tomorrow night, actually, and we may touch um, a little bit on basketball and look ahead to the weekend um, if there's any games that y'all want to talk about. So, anyways, Hammonds, do you have anything to, t- to add to what I just said about Kentucky basketball? No, I'm good right now. <laughs> I know sometimes you like to go on some rants about UK stuff. And yeah, well, right now, baseball school. Well, right now like they're baseball. lost. Um, you know, they're not. The offense is not there. Um, there was a point in the game where it didn't even look like they was running any plays. Oh, I know. Like it's and just, like and like Mason said after the game, they were like, "I can't." He was like, "I can't get the players to run any plays." Well, it's it's just like they're. I don't know how to explain it. They're they're lost out there, and they and they have no idea how to run a set. And then what? And then a lot of times, what they're doing is they're standing at the perimeter. They're not moving without the ball, and that gets you in some bad situations. You know, we did the same thing last year in the St. Peter's game, and that's what got us beat. Kentucky's well, I mean, that was St. Peter's. This was Gonzaga, and we basically stayed anywhere from 12 to 20 points behind the well, entire game. Well, it didn't game. help. It didn't help that we got down, what, 10 to 2 to start the game? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, the you, entire you're game. Hole, you get in a hole like that, it's hard to come back out of. Yeah. I mean, we stayed well, and they was, And there was a time, what was it, in the second half where Kentucky cut to 5 and they had three or four wide open threes and missed them. Yep, that's what and I was saying. Miss shots, you're not going to win much games anyway. Well, so in the first half, 
Kentucky shot eight of 32 from the field, okay, which is 25%. Sheboy was four of seven. The rest of the team in the first half shot four of 25 from the floor. That is 16%. Six she weighs more probably dunks. Yeah, she was 4 or 7, okay? Which means he probably dunked it four times. Right. Or right around the basket or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was a, it, was a, it was a putback or something like that. Right. The rest of the Versus. team was 4 of 25 from the floor. There, we had no other player with more than one basket the entire first half. I feel like that's bad. <laughs> I mean, it was just uninspired. They can't I, – I never seen, you know, I mean, a Kentucky team on a national stage in a national game like that just come out and lay an absolute egg, and that's what they did. So, since we're going to talk about basketball, I had to bring that up. Mom said they didn't lay an egg, they they laid a goose egg. (laughs) (laughs) Well, is that big enough? I know she's listening to me, so. What do you want? You can tell Mama Hammonds I said they absolutely laid a goose egg for sure. (laughs) I was. Mom, she also said that it would also be helpful if tell, to tell Oscar when they get the ball to him to not put the ball on the on, on the, the floor. Yeah, just on the straight floor. Up. Just go straight yeah, up. Yeah, I, about and they, three, and they and they stripped him of the ball. Three straight trips. She is so right. <laughs> yep. She's you know watched since the set. She said, "I've watched since the set." Do what? You know what else would help Kentucky? Some shooters? Well, yes, that goes along with what I'm about to say. You have, you have, to, you have to score more points. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, you know, <laughs> she even said that we've been watching since the 70s, and this is this is not Kentucky basketball. It's not. I agree with that. I've been watching it since about 80, 81. I was a huge Sam Bowie fan, and uh, that's when I – well. I was a big Rex Chapman fan, but he's he's turned he's turned ugly. <laughs> yeah, Rex has got his, some really sharp opinions, so I'm he's not very, even going – I'm not even going to touch some of that stuff, so. He's very opinionated. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. All right, guys. Anybody got anything they want to add to this show? Oh, we're good. Yes, I got one last thing. All right. Tomorrow night. Yep. Guest. Landrum Roberts of Jocks 94.5. Right. I'm just saying that. Yep, that's a good have plug. A big, a big, big guest for, for Landrum Roberts, Jocks 94.5, a huge radio well, station here in Birmingham. I was, telling, I was telling Brad earlier. What's that squalling? That, again, is my three-legged pit bull who just decides he wants to cry the entire 
the entire time. He just realized he's missing a leg. Cut him a break. Jeez. <laughs> I know. That's right. He's only three quarters here. It's kind of yeah. like, uh, yeah. Uh, I was telling Brad earlier about the whole Landon Roberts thing. Since that's your interview, if, if we get interviews and we get guys on the show, we need to, to let them have the floor. So I'm going to let him do his thing with Brad and you, and I'm just going to sit back and listen. Yeah, so here's, here's, here's the way that I was looking at it, and we can really I, – I would rather just talk off, off air on this one. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we can. Yeah. Just stay on and we'll talk off air. But we yeah. do have – but we do have Landon Roberts. John has, has done a great job. He is in Birmingham. He is on the uh, Landon is on Landrum is on the Jocks 95 radio station um, in Birmingham, a big sports radio station that kind of helped propel and find uh, Paul Feinbaum, Greg McElroy's there, Cole Kubelik is there now with their shows. Um, and uh, Landrum does a show called Three Man Front, right? Correct. He's he's Three Man Front from 10 to 12 on Monday through Friday. He also has the jocks, uh, um, jocks in the morning from 6 to 7. So he, he actually bookends Cole Kublik's show. He has an yeah. hour before Cole. And a couple Cole of hours after. Hours with, and then he has two hours after. Right. Yep. Okay. Well, that is cool. We're excited. We're looking forward to that tomorrow night. And uh, y'all, uh, all of, anybody that wants to catch us on last tomorrow night with Landrum and 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 John Roberts and myself, um, y'all are more welcome to get on there and catch what should be.